know that there is something magical inside of you, but you don't know how to uncover it? The Heart Sing Podcast is dedicated to just that, helping you put yourself first and figure out what lights you up. I'm your host, Addie B, aka Slayer of Namaslayer, and through my journey of losing nearly 100 pounds, uncovering the magic of my soul, and building the life of my dreams, I'm leaving no stone unturned in the process of self-discovery. And I'm here to share it all with you, so let's get started. Hey, Heart Singers, welcome back to the Heart Sing Podcast. Addie B here also known as Slayer of Namaslayer. And today I thought I would update you on my weight loss goal. Just do a quick update. I am picking my youngest up who resides in Hawaii with her father for the school year for the summer. And I am beyond excited. We call this Mommy and Millie Adventure Time. However, this year I'm also in the midst of building a lot of things for the business and Millie's coming for a whole two months. So it's really been quite an adjustment for me figuring out how to navigate this summer. And honestly, I've been in a bit of overwhelm trying to get things in order. And I'm sure you guys can relate to this when things happen in your life. And I see it derail me from my main goal a bit, which is the weight loss goal. So we're, we're going to get into that today, the weight loss goal itself and my game plan going forward. And with my upcoming adventures this summer and how I navigate these times, because let's face it, you guys, though, we know that the road to success is failure. However, failing on your way there can not be fun if you don't just learn how to get back up and how to deal with it. I heard Brene Brown talking about normalizing conversation around emotions and things like that in her family. And I thought, oh, that's just a great way to think about fear and failure and, you know, all of these things that hold us back from pursuing our dreams, it's normal. It's normal to fail. Failure is a thing that will happen on the way to the goal. And I have failed over and over again for these past four years on my way to losing 130 pounds, right? So it's been nothing but Success failure, you know, like they say, you take two steps forward, one step back, two steps forward, one step back. And there's a reason for that because we're evolving, we're building new brain paths. And this is part of the process. I can also tell you, I'm feeling a little less committed to my goal than I was at the beginning of the year. I'm feeling a lot of competing priorities. And so I'm going to talk about my game plan running up for this month until we get to our planning camp, which will also, if you're watching this in real time or listening, it is uh, June 25th and 26th, and it's going to be open again and will probably be the last time if I get everything in order I'm planning to do that I allow entry to the sisterhood this way. And it's really, it's really fun to come and join in a camp. And um, Renee Spears will be joining me for this one again. I'll have more on that. Up until that point, I am working, I revised my goal. So my goal at the beginning of the year on this quest to lose the final 40, right? So I was at, and I'm 5'9", so my ultimate goal is 162, which is in my BMI healthy weight range. Now, God knows the last time I was there, 
I might have been, I think I might have been around there when I was like 15 once or something, but it's been a really long time. I'm currently almost to the goal I had set as my Weight Watcher goal. The no, you know the goal you set when you think there's no way in hell you could ever be in a healthy BMI, that those charts are just full of crap in there for other people, not you? Yeah, that goal. So I'm almost there. We're talking like a pound or two away from that. And But my goal has been 162. And you guys, I made this my combo on my fitness locker lock. I have it all over the place, this 162 that I've been writing for years now. And so I'm in the last 20. And uh, the first part of the year, just to recap for you guys, I started at I had gone up a little. My official weigh-in was 199, but I had gone up to like 201. I ended last quarter at 181. So I took down technically like 16.4 pounds in the first quarter. And then as we were doing a plan recapturing for this past month, I have to date I'm down... um, from the start of the quarter, about six pounds. So that's great, right? Like I'll take that all day long. I started at 188.3 and I was 182.8. Look, I just want to be dancing in the 170s. (laughs) And I talk about this dancing in a decade. Like, you know how you get, it's like you, you have that barrier, you know, Wonderland being the big barrier or the 300 mark if you're over that barrier. You know, I remember getting in those huge milestones, but a lot of other big milestones along the way. And for me, each decade, but I also find every 20 pounds, I'm becoming a new version of me. There is something I no longer do that I once did that happens on that path. And it's this part of the journey I'm on right now. And I see my future self and what she looks like. And I've identified my obstacles, which is one of the main things we do at our planning camp that can really set you up for success is when you say, what could get in my way? And you identify it and you come up with all the ways you could overcome it ahead of time before you're in the moment stressing out about it throughout the week, throughout the days, you can say, hey, what might stop me? What might get in the way? For this month, I had identified, you know, Millie coming, that's going to be something that is really could, uh, you know, derail my game plan if I don't stay, pay close attention to my goal and stay focused on that. Because I can tend to, I've got these goals with the business. And then I've got these goals of having these adventures with my daughter and really making this time as special as possible. And yet wanting to focus on this weight loss goal. How many of you guys are with me? Like, I know we all, you all have major stuff going on. We all do. So how do we keep an eye on the ball? Well, we've got our eye on a million other balls. And it really comes down to, for me, okay, what's most important? And often, you know, my main priority goal and my secondary goals, secondary goals, I'll have relationships on there, which my children are in. That doesn't mean they're less important to me. I'm just not as all in on focusing on that thing. That is going to shift while Millie's here, right? Like my main goal is really that relationship. And so because I don't get that opportunity all year to 
literally insert myself into their skin. Now, I still want to achieve my weight loss goal, but I've decided I'm going to back off that pedal a little bit while I focus on it. So it's still a prime, my primary goal. I'm still keeping it there. But in my mind, I know where my true focus is going for a couple of months here, right? Um, but that doesn't mean that it, I'm not going to involve food. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm involving her on my weight loss quest. We are going to plan things together. I'm going to show her how I plan to compensate for things along the way. Hey, okay, I know if we're going to go to movies on this day and I'm going to eat popcorn or do whatever, then these days I'm doing this and really, again, lead by example how to live your life and how to eat to sustain whatever body you want, whatever lifestyle you want without feeling deprived or less than or fat or any of these things that we grew up with as kids. And so for me to be able to model that and involve them in this process, which we work on all the time, but really to bring that focus in with my relationship goal, right? Like, so this is something that is kind of a, a new approach to me. And honestly, just really took full shape as I'm talking out loud to you here as it normally does. So I'll be updating you on this, I'm sure, as it goes. And when I set my goal, I said, look, you know, my original goal for the end of June was to be down to my one 62. That was the goal, right? And I knew at the beginning of the year, I had to set an aggressive goal because I knew I had attacked the beginning of the year, right? And that, you know, somewhere along this way, as I'm moving into this next version of me, I'm going to have some things come up. Now, I don't ever say to myself, I'm going to lose weight slower or not do it or not attack it. I always attack it, always go at it. And I'm never like, oh, this, I'm just going to like, I can't do it. This was stupid. This is a time of year I don't lose weight or none of that. That's all BS. That's all crap we tell ourselves. Right. But I do know in this transformation process that it's not going to look how I think it looks, but whatever journey is laid out ahead of me is the one I'm meant to be on. And it's the same this month. And so I said, you know, what do I really want? And I was like, I just want to dance in a new decade. I want to start playing around with those 170s. So I set my goal for the end of June of 177, which today I'm sitting at 183. I'll weigh in Sunday. It feels totally completely achievable to me. It's about a pound and a half a week, which part of my brain wants to think is too easy, right? Like that's just, that's not enough that I, I, to really, for me to push myself that it needs to be more than that, because I still think like I can wake up tomorrow and I can be a pound and a half less. Like my body will just fluctuate like that. However, it is playing at a different level now that I am this percentage of body weight away from my goal, right? These 20 pounds being so much less of a percentage than they used to be when I had even 50 or 40 pounds to lose. It was just it, it, obviously, right? Like you would just drop faster and that makes sense. However, I also think there's like a mindset around this too. And how much food do I really need now? And I do know I'm overeating, but here's the thing I can overeat 
my superfoods in abundance and still see the scale move. So my mind is still playing around with that and really focusing on the hunger and eating and why I am still buffering. When I see myself buffer or overeat, it's generally when I'm creating something on the computer Typically for, you know, for Namaslayer, of course, for the business and something I'm creating that I will also want food or something to munch on. And these go back to old habits of, you know, usually you're tired or need a break or need to just step away from what you're doing to get recharged. And then there's the part of me that knows that I create really well. And when I'm in this flow, in this energy, this pitta fire, right? My Ayurveda dosha type I talk about, this pitta energy that is the fire, the burning, the the energy that gets us going and gets us moving, right? That that passion and that action within us. And I have a really high pitta dosha. Like my pitta is, gets out of balance a lot. And when it is, I will like want to finish and stay and work on something to two in the morning, which never serves me. But it's also like there's a part of me that believes that's when I do my best work and that I can't possibly do my best work scheduled on a calendar like normal people. Although I'm finding that I'm more normal than I think I am. Did anyone just identify with that? <laughs> that you you wait until the last minute and then do your best work, that good old procrastination, perfectionism, all of those things wrapped in one. And that was a lesson I really had to learn at when I was corporate addy, you know, and I really buckled down and tackled that. And I've been working through this with a couple clients this week, funny enough. It's like when you're giving other people advice, it's always coming right back at me every single time. I'm like, ah, uh, yep, I see it. I'm I'm doing it too. I'm not doing the hard things first. I'm putting them off and then I'm tired and don't want to do them. And I'm procrastinating. I'm eating to buffer. It's all the same thing. Anytime I do something new and right now, it's I'm doing a million new things, new softwares, new programs, new, 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 all the new things. And so how do I manage this with my daughter here, with Adventure Mom on my primary brain, but also wanting to lose weight and create these fabulous things for the business and maintain my health and this becoming this new person I want to be that lives from her heart space and lives in being in love. Hey, that sounds like a lot, doesn't it? So then I see myself start to spin in overwhelm with it. It's like, okay, just be. And then do all the things and then be. And then I'm like, I think I told uh, Renee when I was talking to my my guide and my spirit guides this week, I said, you know, I just, I, I okay, fine, I'll just be, but some, it's, it's got to get done somehow. Like, how the hell am I going to get it done, spirit guides? And they're just laughing at me because they're like, if you just find, go and create from the field, you're creating from this reality. If you truly believe and understand you create everything and everything is energy, then you can create instantaneously. Only you are making it hard. And I'm like, yeah, but I got to make the thing and the graphic. And they're like, do you? Right? Do you? Really interesting, you guys, because there's a million ways that thing I think has to happen could happen. And not, am I allowing the universe to bring it to me? And yet I need to stay in action. 
I know I'm here to act. That's why we're in these human, beautiful human bodies having these experiences so that we can act, you know, so we can glorify God, as my mom would say, right? She would say, that. oh, you just glorify God when you swim. It's so beautiful. And I'd be like, oh, mom. And now I'm like, okay, now I get it, right? Like I'm, I'm living life. I'm, I'm sharing through that light and love that's in me when I'm in alignment and when I'm doing what I'm here to do. And so, (laughs) whoa, I got, man, I got off the track on that one, but it's all tied in you guys, because if I stay in that space, that space of creation from my heart space, from the life force energy within me, if I create from this knowing within and trust, trust in meditation today, it, it, my my spirit was like, just let go, Addie, just surrender. You're not surrendering yet. And this is my word of the year, surrender, as Michael Beckwith says, yielding to the excellence within. I'm like, I'm yielding. Like, <laughs> that's me, right? I'm yielding, damn it. No, 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 Addie, dear sweet Addie, you know, like step back some of that energy just a little bit. So this is going to be a summer of magic uncovering for me. I really feel that and believe it so much. And listen, it is for you too. We are all, there's so much energy going on right now and we're creating it. Are you, are you being intentional with it? Have you thought about how you want to tackle all your competing priorities and what is going to be most important and how can you work that in with your primary goal? How do they work together? How can you involve your primary goal in with your secondary goals? You know, and by secondary goals, I don't want you guys to think that my kids are ever secondary to me. <laughs> they're, they're just not. They are more important than me losing weight. They are more important than all, all of these things as far as my heart is concerned. As far as what I'm going to focus on in the moment and what's most important right now, what can I affect right now? What am I being present with? So often we're like, oh, I can't do that thing because of what? You know, are you you can't be up your child's butt 24 <laughs> seven. Like, and I mean, you could, but you don't want to be that parent, right? You want to be the parent that shows them how to live life. You are the example of how you want them to live their life. What you want them to feel, see, do, right? You want to be that example and you want to show them how to feel. You want to show them how to live. You want to show them how to adventure and have fun and believe in themselves. Even when no one else does, you want to show them what strength, what vulnerability, what weakness, what love, what kindness, what joy, what heart sing is. You want to show them it's a quest for life. Are you questing? Are you questing? And I'm telling you, you find this through a weight loss journey. And putting yourself first, making it your primary goal that, hey, I'm going to lose weight. And you know what this does, like having a focus like that? It says, okay, I've got these two decisions coming up. My primary goal was 
is weight loss, right? And like, let's say I have a competing decision, something that plays along with that. Millie wants to go eat pizza or something like that, right? And my my goal is weight loss. And I'm like, I'm, I'm not going to go and eat pizza, you know, then I have a decision to make, hey, am I going to go and just be present and not eat the pizza? Or am I going to change the place we go to eat food? Or what is it going to be? My primary goal is still weight loss, right? And the thing I've got to watch this summer is ice cream. The small town ice cream shop rearing her head coming up. But wait, I want to go to the primary goal, back to the primary goal real quick. When it comes down to decisions, this is where it makes the difference. Let's say I've got a hike scheduled in the morning or meditation or something like that, but oh, we're busy doing stuff and we're adventuring and we don't want to stop. There might be some times I decide it's okay to, I'm going to move through that. There's going to be other times, okay, am I doing this because it's serving me or am I, is it going to get me to my main goal if I do this? And if it, if it is going to derail me from it, is it worth it? And how can I make it up? And for me, if it's something like meditation and I miss it and I'm derailed for the evening, it's kind of like, yes, I'm going to just get up and start again the next day and I'm not going to stop my practice or any of that. But do I recover that sense of peace in that touching myself, <laughs> touching myself <laughs> Oh, I'm so going to leave that in here. Touching, communing with my soul, right? Like missing that chance to bring more light and love in our relationship. I miss that, right? I'm going to miss that opportunity. So making these decisions based on, hey, what's important to me and still doing my plan in the morning instead of being like, oh, I've got to adventure and do this and do this and do this and bomb the things. I saw really clearly when I did my June plan and I analyzed May, which I only lost not even a pound in May, okay? So I'm like, okay, what happened? I went back and I did half my plans, Seriously, and my weekly plans were sketchy at best. They just were not thorough. They weren't, I wasn't calendaring like I always do. And it reflected directly on the scale. It reflected in my business. All of those habits that I've built, it's, it was just another clear indication. Nope, you just get back on those things because you want to be the person that keeps shining. And for me to spend five minutes in the morning to plan or 30 minutes on the weekend or creating that time, it pays off over and over again. And sometimes I was talking with the sister, I was talking with Lightseeker the other day. And, you know, I, I was I was saying, you know, sometimes it takes a little break to realize how much shinier you are on the other side of it. And to get back to it, it's the getting back to it, I think, is what we're so good at in the sisterhood. Like just getting back up over and over again. Sharpshooter, another great example of this this week in one of my coaching groups. Sharpshooter's been with me since the beginning too. Fit and fat days back in um, No BS for any of you guys that listen to Curran Crabtree. Back when it was fit and fat, we were in the PMP groupies and I had started my weight loss quest. She did a live too, like from a campfire out in Maine or something. They were camping. I was like, soul sisters. And she came in the sisterhood right away and has kind of been hanging out um, on and off, on and off, on and off here and there. And just all of a sudden, like there's like a fire lit and she's the lowest she's been in 
she couldn't even think, right? Like early 2000s. And then we've got a couple other people in the group, like everyone's on fire right now. They're almost to Wonderland and they haven't been this low like ever. They said like it's been 30 years and they're both like one's at like 205, one's at 204. And you can just see the excitement in there. And so it's getting through to those points, just showing up and getting up over and over again. And I think that is what the sisterhood, man, has just been over and over again. There was this, there was this real playing, and I posted in the sisterhood today that was so cute. I'm going to put it in the podcast community too. It was this turtle that I've flipped over on its back, and it had the song playing, the one that goes, I get by with little help from my friends. You know, that one. Thinking about the next line I would say is not applicable to the sisterhood. But, you know, and then the other turtles all swim in toward this turtle that's flipped over on its back and flip it over. And they're like, all right, here you go. And I thought, this is what we're like, you know, like you're just like sometimes you're swimming on your back and your little paws are in the air and you're like, you can't flip over. And then your sisters are there and they can come and help you flip over. They're there when you figure out how to flip over on your own. But you you have that place and you have that system and you have that way of being that you know you can go to that will get you in the groove again. And just like, and then we can make our turtle-like progress, right? <laughs> then we make it happen. And this is how it happens. I had someone else say to me this week, you know, you just show up. I'm so like amazed at your follow through. And I was like, Oh, my God, because I've been feeling like the queen of not the follow through. So I was like, Well, I'm glad that's what it looks like from the outside. But just like the one step forward, two steps back, that's how I feel about executing things and about building a business. Sometimes it feels so hard. And other times I'm like a rocket. And then it's like hard and then rocket. And it's the same with the weight loss, you know. And so I'm like, it's just like this with any goal any goal. Oh my gosh. I think that's I think that's all I needed to share with you guys for today. But I wanted you to know that I am still on this quest. I am getting to 162 and you watch me. We might be here for the year, but we're getting there, my sisters. And I am just going to share everything I can on the journey. I'll be weighing in Sundays and get that you know, keep that accountability there for myself, but also share in the moment things that are coming up on the path that we can kind of talk through that'll hopefully help you on yours too. So I hope you found a couple nuggets in here and really ask yourself, what's my main goal? What are my secondary goals? What's, what are the competing priorities and what might stop me? Oh, Small town ice cream shop, Addie. That was what you had to say. I thought she bit the dust with the wine wench way back in November or whenever she just went away. But listen to this. I was driving down the street the other day. It's all warm out. And I was like, my brain is all like all over the place. And it was like, oh, you could just get some ice cream. Wouldn't that be great? It's so cool. I was like, oh, no, where'd you come from? I got my eyes on you. So I identified that as an obstacle and I am going to do my damnedest this summer to not let small town ice cream shop Addie out because she 
for some reason, I associate summer vacations and my kids even with small town ice cream shops. And so I am looking at healthy alternatives, you know, like I can allow a nectar in or have my avo bowls or these other things I like so much. But every time I let that sugar in, I do nothing but regret it every single time. So I am looking at some other ways to, um, you know, maybe have a little outing where it might involve some food and, you know, have some of that joy food or whatever it might be. And you guys, on that note, I never feel restricted. And so if this sounds to you like, oh, I'm restricting myself and that sounds horrible, that's just because that's your thought about it. I don't feel that way about it. And if I want ice cream, I would have ice cream. You know, I just see that as an obstacle and I put it back in enough to know that that's a trigger for me. And it leads to a bunch of other stuff that I just don't think is worth it. (laughs) You know, like my movie popcorn, still worth it. Small town ice cream shop, Addy, not worth it right now. You know, now ask me if that'll change. If I will ever plan ice cream with my smart brain, I'll come back here and make sure you guys know about it. And when I have it without my smart brain. Okay, now that I've rambled on, but I hope that, again, you found a nugget, helps you think through some of your goals for summer. And I will be back next week after a week full of Millie with my heart just full and singing, and we'll see what comes up. Until then, light and love, you guys. Go out there and you slay it. Enjoy the summer and light it up, witches and bitches. Slay rap. <laughs>